welcome again to Oliver's Legacy Podcast, The Interviews. Today we are with Ed Smith. How are you doing, bud? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Yourself? I have very well, mate. Very well, very well. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I guess we'll start as we always do. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah, essentially, um, my, my name's Ed, as you said. My um, actual original name's Hayden, so I'm kind of split now in that sense. But, um, yeah, essentially, me and my wife, uh, we lost Michael in March 2018. Um, he was 20 weeks plus six. Uh, completely unexpected, went in. Um, she she was complaining about, uh, not that, that she couldn't feel him, but she didn't quite feel right. Right, yeah. So we uh, we nipped down nipped down to the hospital, and as as you do, we we're having a bit of a, a bit of a joke on the way. Obviously, once we're done, we're going to McDonald's and stuff like that. But <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we were in the hospital for seven days then. All in all, so yeah. So that that night, it was um, the fifteenth. We we had fifteenth of March. We had Michael. Um, like I say, he was he was that premature that there was nothing that the hospital could do. Yeah. Um. But somehow he, he was alive for two hours. Wow. So okay, wow. It, the, the bit of comfort, that's the bit of comfort we take out of the whole situation is that yeah. on his on his headstone and the stuff like that, we've we've got two dates, which is a thing that's taken for granted. Yeah. Um obviously like, like I say, my, my wife um, was she was in a bit of a bad way um physically. Uh, essentially what had happened, she'd gone into full labour at twenty weeks. And her cervix had opened. She started started pushing, involuntary pushing. And then, yeah, obviously, an hour or so later, Michael come out. So, uh, yeah, never a nice situation. Uh, it's not, you know. I mean, just I mean, going back to what, kind of what you said with the whole jogging thing. I mean, we did exactly the same thing. I, I think you do, you know. It's, you know, we we said you know, just be her best of the round. That when we think of Lexi, she was uh, twenty eight weeks. So I should just be hiding, you know. Like, even for me, moment I had the conversation of, oh, look, we can't find a heartbeat. She's like, ah, oh, you did that. You, you're just a pain in the arse, you know. You just can't find it. Just, just hide it. And we had a laugh about it. And I was like, you know, how oh, can't the mighty D's on the way home? We'll be fine. And yeah, like, and we, we, we came up for a couple of days, but we went for about five days after that. And it was just, uh, it's, it's horrible, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, said to you in the hospital for seven, seven days. Did you get any support, like being the dad, or did you find it was more focused towards your wife, or how? Like, how was it, like being self-support-wise? So, so in the in the immediate short term, obviously, the priority for the doctors, as they say, the doctors' job is to preserve life. So they they were essentially looking after um, Alex in that situation, which is understandable. But oh, yeah, yeah. For the first day or two. I, it was just basically me sat there trying to work out what to do. You, you don't you don't look into funerals. You don't look into cemeteries. It's something no. you've, you never think you're ever going to do. So um, I am a little bit practical in that sense that I needed to keep my head moving. If I didn't keep my head going, I would have I would have just completely broke down. If that makes sense. Totally, totally hear you. And there was a there was a specific bereavement midwife in the hospital at the same time. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, she was on holiday as she can't be there every day of the year. So. Yeah. Uh, 
but like come the end of the week, she she come back in and like I say, the support we got was was good. The, the midwives were all good with us, and yeah, I know it's I different mean, for other people. I mean, yeah, I think midwives. Let's be honest, they're the unsung heroes. You know, they are fantastic. You know, from what sounds, your midwives are fantastic. What we had again were amazing. Um, I think we were, we were lucky. We actually had very good midwives all the way through. Um, from start to finish, we had about three or four on our ward. Um, and I still to this day don't know what we would have done without them. We were just the, the audience of the heroes. Yeah. Um, what, like, what about afterwards? Like, did you did you get much support when you got home, or was it again? Was it like, how was so? It, um, essentially, then obviously from the point of getting home to obviously the funeral, um, this is where the charity little things and co come into it slightly. Yeah. Um, we got some leaflets as you do when you come out of the hospital and one of them was for little things so we, we emailed them um, I didn't realise at the time that the charity founder was actually a funeral director herself oh wow great okay. so um, she kind of specialises in, in it as, as horrible as that sounds again Yeah. we, um, we went with a different funeral directors but uh, we, we got given stuff like um, they, they let us have a couple of doves. It's what they call their little white angels for the actual funeral wow. itself. So when you obviously when you put them uh, to rest, the the doves obviously fly out and it gives a nice little send off. But I think the um, the best the best thing that come in the sense was a cradle because obviously I say you, you know yourself the you can't expect anything in terms of the coffin size. No, definitely not. No. Yeah, so the fact that obviously this this cradle give me and my wife a chance to actually um, carry Michael down the down to rest, so it yeah. it really kind of does. Like it's yeah, it's more than just um, emotional support. The physical support of it is a is a big part of what I think is needed. Yeah, that's it. You're spot on. I mean, yeah, it's it's not something that you plan for. You never think I'm going to plan for a funeral. You, you expect. Plan like your son or your daughter's wedding, or, or you know, leave it home to go to college, or things like that. That sort of thing, yeah. but that you, you never planned the funeral, that's something you've never, you never even dreamt of. You know, um, it sounds like yes, this sounds great. I mean, did you get a memory box as well? Or, yeah, yeah, we got um, we got a memory box, and it's it sits, we've got a cabinet in our living room, um, basically, all the stuff that was bought for us at the time, yeah, is all in that. That cabinet and the boxes upstairs in the bedroom, so it okay. never needs to be far. But everything like that is it's very underrated. That's it. It's never going to replace anything, is it? It's just it's it's a memory. As they say, it's a memory box, and yeah, it brings some comfort. I guess to know I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, got a few little things there, but doesn't replace the loss. It never will, you know. No. Uh, that's you know. It's, uh, that's why I think there's obviously support groups. I know you were saying earlier on. Um, we do want to mention the football team that you started. I think this is brilliant. Yeah, so so essentially, um, we following on from the funeral and all that, uh, we went to a Little Things & Co support group. Right, yeah. Um, again, I say fortunately and unfortunately, whilst we were in hospital, there was another couple the same age as us in the opposite room going through the wow. exact same thing. So um, we, we come to know them quite well. Um, me and me and uh, the other uh, husband used to go to the support groups, but 
you, you find that I've, I've said this to the charity themselves that when there's, there's five women around, you can't physically relate to what is going on. I totally agree. I agree with that. Yeah, you can mentally relate to it and you know this, what they're feeling to a point, but the the whole impact is you just have to carry on. You've got no choice but to go to work. I know that it's not them saying they want to be off work, but yeah. there is no support in that sense. Um, so yeah, we, we come up with this idea, obviously, like I said, a, a couple of our mates went and sat down uh, thought, you know what, we'll, we'll set up a little five-a-side football team. Yeah. Um, as I said previously, again, this was born out of, um, out of a, another charity. So it's their idea and I kind of ran with it with them. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it started out, like I said, we, we went to organise the first training session, just a little meet-up and, and 15 other players turned up. Which was, That's amazing. Which was, that is yeah, so um, it, it's just it's just spiralled from that day uh, going forward. But it genuinely gives you a, a chance to release release your stress. You don't have to talk if you don't want to, but we're always available. It's a twenty four hour day thing. Yeah, I, I think that's it with this blog. Let's be honest, we are useless. We are absolutely useless at all. Um, yeah. I think whether you're that kind of, you know, if you if you go down to the pub with your mates, just your general mates, you're not going to say, oh, you know, I've had a bit of a bad day because of Lexi or because of Michael, yeah. or, you know, whatever. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. But when you're with people who've been through it, who understand it, when you've got that kind of social life instead, it doesn't feel as I guess I want to, I hate the word taboo, but yeah, it's that sort of thing to get it. Yeah, it is. It, like you say, the, the taboo is it is real. The stigma as well is another one that yeah. kind of I, I don't really like, but it is, like you say, no one will talk about it. That's it, you know. It's, and again, blessed for people who haven't been through it and trying to be nice. I mean, they'll say comments like, oh, well, you know, at least you know you can get pregnant. Or, yeah. You know, have you ever had any weird comments like that? Like I, I, I had, I'm, I'm a bit of a blunt person myself. It's not. I'm not non-emotional, but I'm not the most emotional person. Yeah. And I remember about day five in the hospital, um, it, they'd done a midwife changeover, and this midwife come in, and obviously Michael's allowed with us for a while in the crib, and um, she she just went, "I'm I'm so sorry," and I just kind of went, "Why are you sorry? You haven't done it, have you?" And she was a bit taken aback, but yeah. there was no no malice meant in it. But it's just no, genuinely. That's it. Again, it's, it's a big thing within like Danny's with angels. You know, you know, if we get caught in, sorry, I think the uh, the forfeit is uh, fifty press ups. Yeah. It's, it's not. Again, it's nothing that we've caused. Anybody else has caused. It's. Yeah. It's just happened, you know. It's shite. Let's be fair. It's absolutely horrible. <laughs> Nobody should ever have to go through it. But it, it's this whole idea of um, empathy and sympathy. Yeah, they're, they're similar, but they're very different. Well, I think someone saying that they're there to listen means more than someone saying they're sorry. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's it's one of those ones. I mean, I've said this in a previous interview, but I've got a friend who you know I know for years. You know, we're friends for years, and he lost his child before we even you know. I think before I was even married. You know, and he lost his parent. 
I, I was like, oh, you know, I feel I felt it for the guy. I was like, oh, you know, four blocks, you know, like he's lost somebody. It must be horrible. But it wasn't like until I went to it myself, I was like, ah, that's what he's gone through. Right, I get it now. You know, yeah. You know, I mean, I get people still to this day saying, are you not over it yet? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, it's been four years coming up for next week now, and no, I'm not over it yet. I'm far from over it. I never will be over it. Yeah. You, just, you, you, know. you wouldn't want to be over it, though, because that, that is your memory with Lexi. That's it. Again, same with Michael. You know, it's, it's one of those ones, yes, every day gets easier. As yeah. you're, you're a contestant, it, it, just, yeah, you, know, you have a good days and bad days. No, but that never changes. You know, you can have 20-odd kids after. You still remember. Michael, yeah. always going to be in the headphones. Yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, you know? that's exactly. That's the point we're trying to we're trying to raise, is it? That's it. You know, especially we know this week is maybe lots awareness week, and yeah, we need to. You know, there's been hopefully been another debate in the House of Commons, but I doubt it. So we, it's going to be all COVID, I think, for the next while. Yeah. But um, do you have anything again going? I guess back to to that comments. Do you have anything that kind of triggers you? Like you know, I kind of really just um, riles you. I'm just losing. Ah, it's nothing. Like I say, I'm I'm a pretty laid back person, so I can kind of tell when when they don't mean it. But I we had a bit of a incident when we first started playing football, which was um, as as you have a bit of football football banter. They we made it clear to them every team in the league that what we are and what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Um, we had a bit of an incident with one of the players on the other team who, who basically I, I'm I'm a bigger bloke. They make comment about your weight. I come back to saying, obviously, that he was older. And then he his reply to me saying, I'd rather be overweight than look as old as you, was, well, you know what it is when you fuck kids. And, yeah, the way the way he said it made me think that you know what you're saying. Yeah, you knew exactly what he was saying. Um, yeah, I don't know if I could have caught with that, mate. I'll be honest with you, like... No, I, I'm not uh, a reactive person, so it's not... If it was any of the other players on the team, it would have ended differently. And then, yeah, oh yeah. I in, in that moment, yeah, in, in that moment, I was I was representing Michael, and anything I would have done would have looked bad on myself, regardless what he would have said. So, that's uh, yeah. I'll be honest, I don't know if I could have not knocked these teeth out. <laughs> and I'm not normally like I'm not reactive, I'm not violent or anything like that, or telling that all the way up and down, but. There's certain things you don't say, dude. Like, I I can understand like a slip of the tongue comment, but like my argument was that that was that, that, that was, wasn't that's that, a personal trigger. That's like, yeah, he wanted to get to you. Yeah, which I I can understand. Like I say, footballs footballs are yeah, very much a game, but you go you go too far sometimes. There's always a there's a there's a line no matter what happens. <laughs> Yeah. If anybody from my work ever listens to this, <laughs> there is a line. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got a bit of a reputation about crossing it, but what if it comes to certain humor? Um, yeah. But there is a line, and if it's going to really hurt somebody, you don't, you don't cross it. And that that yeah. is despicable. If you are listening to this person who said that, <laughs> you're lucky. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, yeah, I am. Um, like I say, if it would have been anyone else on the team. It would have been a different story, oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad it it was me and 
Yeah. So then we obviously, I mean, obviously, it's been, obviously been two years now for, for yourself. Around two years. Do you, do you anything for like anniversaries, angel birthdays, anything like that? Or? So um, we we've obviously got um, we've got a cemetery spot. So we've got his headstone and everything down. Yeah. Um, we we moved last year, so we didn't move cities, but we went further away than what we would have wanted to be. But um, yeah. we go down there, we go see him. But um, last year, well, this year just gone. Funny enough, we actually did a charity bike ride. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I'm I'm a Plymouth Argyle fan, and. Uh, my missus likes to ride bikes as well, so we decided we were going to ride to the nearest away game or to his birthday. Oh wow! Uh, luckily, well, I say luckily, it's still a bit of a trek. Was to Leighton Orient in London. Yeah, I mean, it could have been, it could have been a lot worse. I, I think, <laughs> think Morecambe and Carlisle are up there, and I, I want too keen on them. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would have been a challenge of death for that way, but uh, so to Carlisle. Yeah, no. Uh, and let's be fair, no, no, you look as well if you. Biked up with Carl Isle, you probably get next one you got here, let's be fair. <laughs> right. No, we um obviously when we were we were doing that, we split it over four days. Oh, um yeah. unfortunately on the at the end of the first day, I think it was like seventy five miles, uh, my partner's dad died. Oh, so wow. we kind of put a halt to that and then ever since then all this COVID stuff we we haven't been able to do it. So we're hoping to get back out there next year for March yeah. or his birth and finish it off. So they were going, yeah, totally. At the end of the day, something like that, you're right. You're right to yourself, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's definitely the right decision. Then. Yeah. That's it. These will do it because, you know, it's a, it's a Michael's problem. You will do it. Once yeah. COVID's all gone, let's hope that'll be very soon. And then we'll get back yeah. to normal life. Um, yeah, let's finish it off. So, we'll, uh, so have we got like a, a twist given link or anything like that, have you? Or? Uh, so we had, we had a just given link to that page. It's, I don't know if it's still active. I don't know how long they stay active for. But yeah. we'll find out if it is. We'll try to put it on the link to the to the interview as well, and we'll see if it gets more. Gets yeah, more I think the um, to the date we raised fifteen hundred quid. So wow, so that's fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, so it's, uh, I think it's you know it's definitely like doing these sort of challenges. We kind of want to bring everybody together. Yeah, you can have a bit of a laugh doing it as well. It's um, I know what was the first year, and Warren, fortunately or unfortunately, lives in the same city as myself. Yes. Uh, so Lexi died in December, and it was in the June we actually met Warren. Yeah. And his genius, if you want to call it that, he signed me up for the um, Boxing Day dip. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't play with it's, you know the sea's cold, but it's not that bad. The North Sea is <laughs> Baltic, and on Boxing Day, for us to go, let's go run into the ocean. I'll never forgive him for that, <laughs> and I never will. Um, but I have got him back. He is. Um, it's took me three years, but um, yeah, we weren't going to do a charity wrestling match. <laughs> um, none of us can wrestle. None of us are trained. So we're going to train up and we're going to do a charity wrestling match. More news of that was in the film. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just a daffle of things like that. It's, I think the more obviously you get out there, you do these little challenges, these little events, and the more, the more people know about it, the more the thing goes, 
maybe we should think about this and be aware of that. Yeah. People have got to do this and stuff, you know. I think the more you the more you push it and the more people take part in like you say in anything, yeah. it kinda of does raise awareness. That's it, yeah. Uh, it's brilliant, yeah. Um Right, mate, that's to be fair, that's been great so far. Uh, is there anything else you want to kinda of add to it or um, I, I suppose I should probably actually mention the team name itself and I really should annoyed. I just thought then I am um, right on it. So the the team is um little things FC. We'll come back what we'll, we'll come back in. We'll um we'll re enter the football team and then we'll just kinda of sign off. Um yeah. is there anything else that you fancy adding to it at all? Um uh, no, no I don't know if you saw um the Plymouth Argyle thing with the pink and blue lights for baby loss awareness. Right, well I'll bring it in as well. Um so bring it in, we'll quickly go in. Um, so again, you know, five seconds of uh, silence. Because Warren likes silences to do cut. He's going to hear this. He will hear everything I'm saying right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I said to him, he does all the, all the thing you know, he's, he's anal like that. Um, he's going to kick my ass. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to all sleep. We're going to go five seconds silence. We'll, uh, we're going to go back and say, you know, so yeah, we'll have we'll, we'll a quick more discussion about that. We'll bring in the, um, what a local town to do for, for maybe last week this week. Yeah. And we'll, um, we'll call it quit today. Uh, we're going to have a quick jump forward and we'll get from there. So, now five seconds of silence, we'll take it from here and we'll, I'll bring it back in. Just, yeah, so we go, I, mean, I know I've talked a lot about this football team, but I, do, I, think, I still think this is a fantastic idea. Uh, what, was the, what was the name of the team? Just so if anybody wants to get involved or if anybody wants to know more about it, what was the name of the actual team? So yeah, if you um if you look us up on Facebook, we are Little Things FC. Right, Plymouth and Argyle, isn't it? Yeah, we're we're down based down in Plymouth in the southwest. There are um, various other teams around the UK. Um, yeah. If everyone would want to get involved in that, I think that's, I think it would be quite good to have like a little uh, like a little league thing for all those yeah. different kind of teams. I think that would be quite interesting. I think it would be uh, very competitive. Let's yeah, it, like I say, I'm I'm still in touch with um with the other lot from around around the country. So um I'm hoping that, like you say, we can get some sort of tournament wide. Definitely. Well, you know, if it ever happens, let us know. But obviously, we'll you know we'll plug it as much as possible as well, and, and stuff like that. I know it's, somebody might hear it. Somebody might you know, yeah. it might help somebody as well. It's just this alone. Yeah. You know, if you like the sport, check it out. There's are there are teams out there specifically for. Angel parents, which is brilliant. Um, and again, I guess you know, looking at it now as well. This obviously is Baby Loss Awareness Week. Um, and I've seen a couple of things posted so far, but where there's a lot of places lighting up pink and blue, um, which is you know, which is brilliant. It's lovely to see. Is there anywhere in Plymouth that's doing that at the moment? Is there or? Yeah, so we got a um, we got a few various various places. So um, little things in Co, the charity themselves, kind of put out a plea every year. Um, right. Yeah. Places like um, we got the lighthouse down on Plymouth Hoe called Smeaton's Tower. Um, yeah. That's that lights up. Um, obviously, pink and blue, the hospital and the main guild hall. But oh, wow. I kind of set a personal challenge uh, to announce the football team. Um, I'm like I said, I'm a massive Plymouth Argyle fan myself. Really? I reached out to them, and amazingly, they they put a whole new lighting rig in the stadium. Um, 
and it's pink and blue on the night. So I. Oh wow, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's really it's, good. It's definitely a, an impressive site. If anyone wants to have a look at it, it's on their actual Plymouth Argyle's Facebook page. Oh, hats off to Plymouth Argyle. Hats off to them. You know, not many yeah. teams would do that. Um, I know Newcastle probably wouldn't. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they might do. You never know. Give me a shout. I might, uh, might, might be one of the bad shouts. Come back, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, you know, there's a couple of places up here. I mean, that's, uh, you know, we normally get there. Uh, a couple of lighthouses and bridges up here. Some of them would light up pink and blue. And, um, a few, like, just general monuments. I think the entrance of the north sometimes does. Yeah. Um, if not, I know there's, um, there's a monument just close by that always called pink and blue. And, uh, you know, it's... it's It'll be interesting to see how many places do go this year. Fingers crossed. The more, the more, the better. Yeah. The more that we can bring awareness to this, uh, yeah, it's definitely the better. Yeah. Um, right, but yeah, that's been brilliant, man. Um, well, I guess for the podcast, yeah. Thanks very much. Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I get lost inside my thoughts, and when I start to think. You have been listening to Oliver's Legacy Podcast. If you would like to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook at Oliver's Daddy Wings and Rainbows.